0: Scouting out of the blue corner, he gives you your football meat and potatoes style and is the undisputed king of detailed player analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve. Hey guys, this is Steve the Scout. I am the voice of the Pro Football Scouting Show. It is Monday, February 11th. I'm excited to say we are in NFL draft season. My favorite time of the football year because we're dealing with the unknown. And we're dealing with having to predict how these players are going to perform at the next level. Typically what you see uh, is you're getting, you know, evaluations. People are talking about their strengths, their weaknesses. But no one's really going out there and saying, Will these players succeed in the NFL to the level that um, the fans would want them to based on where they're drafted or are they going to be, you know, a draft bust? So, I'm doing 100 players. I'm going to do it in a little bit over 100 days and I'm going to answer the question on every single one of these 100 college prospects entering the draft. Will they succeed or will they not succeed in the NFL? Yes or no? Now, will I be one, will I be right on 100% of these Probably not, but my point in doing this is uh, for years now, I've been always predicting how guys were going were gonna, to were gonna perform at the next level. I've been making bold proclamations that I've continued to see come true over and over again. You go back and listen to my picks last year, um, you'll see that a lot of those players really panned out to the level that I wanted to and the ones that I said didn't. So far in their rookie year, you know, didn't, although it is a little early to kind of make a final judgment on last year's draft class, but I'm going to do 100 players and I've scouted all of them and letting you know, do I think they will succeed at the NFL level or not? And it's really, again, based on where they've been, where they're going to be selected in the NFL draft. So today's show, I'm going to be doing it on NC State quarterback, Ryan Finley. Now, before I get into that, I uh, want to take this time to always talk about my favorite thing to talk about outside of the draft. Maybe even more so is Pigskin Nut Media. So the Pro Football Scout, Star- Pro Football Scouting podcast, started a little less than a year ago. Um, we've built it up where we have about 5,000 listeners per show. Uh, several months back, and several meaning like three or four, uh, I decided that you know what I wanted to, uh, I wanted to build a hardcore news football website. That was just that was just for people that love football because what I found is that you know when I go to sites like NFL.com um, or espn.com, I don't feel like you can always trust the analysis. Um, not to say they don't have good analysts there. That would be a very unfair statement. But I feel, you know, it's very hit or miss. You know, to be honest, I don't respect the analysis that much of Mel Kiber Jr. I feel like Mike Mayock, and I don't feel, I know, if you go back and look at his his draft board of quarterbacks for the last 10 years, he's missed consistently on a big, you know, big time. So with that being said, you know, I want to be about giving you guys the most accurate information, but also to have our website give everything that the hardcore football fan really needs. So kind of, you know, summing up what we have on Pigskin Nut. Uh, we have a team page for every single NFL team, as well as news and analysis. We're also adding uh, scores, stats, and standings to that. We, we, we have a section of our website just dedicated to, to the American Alliance of Football, the AAF, a section dedicated to the NFL draft, a section dedicated to college football. We also have a section, which is very unique for a football site, where it's just dedicated to to, to scouting reports and player profiles, not only of players today, but players from yesterday, we also have a section where we talk and teach the X's and O's fantasy football, as well as our own radio station called Pigskin Nut Radio, which is going to feature uh, six six shows, all focusing on football, all with great analysis round-the-clock coverage with, with news updates every 15 minutes after the hour. So um, if you want to be a part of Pigskin Nut Media, just send an email to pigskinnutjob at gmail.com, and we can let you know about uh, some of the opportunities that we have coming up. Right now, they are volunteer opportunities, but if you want to get experience and start on the ground floor of a company that's really going to do something special, then send an email to Nutjob at gmail.com. So with that being said, let's go and break down NC State quarterback Ryan Finley. The first thing I notice about, about Ryan Finley is, number one, he's an intelligent quarterback that has a feel for the position. That, that, is, that is one of those X factors that doesn't always get talked about in scouting reports is just how much does he overall have a feel for, for, for the position. Uh, and I feel with him having some time play, playing, playing under center, um having having to go through his progressions uh, and doing it well, having to do some things at the line of scrimmage, pre-snap, uh, you know, picking up picking up blitzes. I'm seeing him do more, a lot more uh, of the stuff that you need to see translate translate to the NFL. So pre-snap, you know I've been impressed with with what he does. I see that that he's able to read coverage. he's good, he's good with using his eyes, but the thing for me is that, he just seems to have uh, a feel, a feel for, for, for the position more more than anything else. So uh, I like his I like his intelligence from what I'm seeing on the on the game tape, and to me, just the way I watch him operate, uh, my gut instinct tells me that he is, he's a he's a guy that's very very smart. And if he goes under the right coach in the NFL, he can become that much smarter in time. And to me, you know, when I look at something that you gotta look at for every player, which is competitive toughness. Uh during the play I, I see him have that. He hangs he hangs he hangs in there tight, never never gives up on plays, and you know, he's typically keeping his eyes down the field. So um, for me, you know, those are, and he's do, he's doing it while he's while he's under while he's under pressure, and he's really not letting the pressure phase him like you see from from a lot of other other quarterbacks. So uh, I do, you know, from what I can see, uh, I definitely like his competitive toughness. Now, the thing I want to talk to you about, and that is the arm talent that Ryan Finley has, because arm talent is often misunderstood. And you guys heard me talk about it yesterday. Arm talent, it's it's misunderstood. It's underrated, but it's it's also it's also overrated, depending on depending on how you look at it. So the, the way the way you got to look at at, at armed talent is this: is I base it on a few metrics. Number one, above all else, when you want to look at talent, what is your load to arrival? Meaning, I I always give this example, and I'll say it over and over again until I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to keep saying it. You're a right-handed quarterback from the second you take your left hand off the football. To the time that to the time that ball hits the hands of your receiver how long how long does it take that's the only metric that matters because um and and I'll tell you one thing with Ryan Finley the reason why that's so important with him is because he's not known for having the strongest throwing arm but hell he has a very quick release uh yet you know yesterday yesterday uh, I, w- I was breaking down Daniel Jones a Duke quarterback not not the strongest arm either. But his low to arrival concerns me, uh, and I just found that he was taking a longer time to get to the ball to, to his receiver than what I saw from NC State quarterback Ryan Finley, who I'm evaluating today. So when I look at his arm talent, um, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He doesn't have the strongest arm, but um, because of his quick release, he's getting the, you know, it is negating. Some of his arm power, if if that makes sense. That's why I always say you want you want to look at what their what their low to arrival actually is. The other thing that I like about him, and this is so evident on the tape, is he is a very good touch passer, like Daniel Jones. He's he's a good touch passer. Uh, I might even say Ryan Finley. It, it, I would say Ryan Finley is a better touch passer than Daniel Jones. Uh, you know the direction I'm going in right now. I'm just going to tell you, I, I think. To me, I think he's the better prospect at this point. Well, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be close, but um, I I would say better prospect in terms of where he's going to be taken in the draft because I think Daniel Jones is gonna is gonna be drafted a lot higher based on what we're seeing now. But uh, look, Finley throws Finley throws with accuracy. He's he's more accurate um, than what than what than what I saw yesterday from Daniel Jones. He's a touch passer. Uh, the the touch that he puts on the ball. I know Jared Goff you know had some had some low points notably the super bowl but Goff is one hell of a touch passer and uh, a lot of the touch throws that I saw Goff make you know you go you go back to his game against Kansas City this year I'm seeing a lot of those same kind of touch throws that are really difficult to make being made on a consistent basis by 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 Ryan Finley um so uh I think I think arm talent you know he um you know he, he is 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 his arm strong enough for the NFL? No, he he, I mean, no, it, it's he's gonna be he's he's not going to be a guy where he's going to overwhelm you with his arm strength. But again, I think with how quickly he can get the ball in there, that low two arrival, uh, I think there's room for him uh, to to be in an NFL offense and potentially and potentially be a starter there. Uh, when I look at his pocket presence, it's up. it's something else that i it's something else that I like. Um, when he bails out of the pocket, he seems to do it only when he has to. Uh, you know, he just has a good feel for when it's breaking down, moves around in the pocket well, knows knows, knows when to get out. And when he, does, when he does get out of the pocket, he's st- he's still really good throwing throwing on the run. Um, he's got he's got good anticipation. He can lead his receivers into space. Um, he anticipates also what not only what his receivers are going to do, but he has good anticipation. I noticed from what the defense is going to do field vision another thing that i like he uses he uses his eyes well um, you know, he doesn't he uses he uses it to help him navigate through his progressions. And he's very good at going through his progressions. The number one thing that really field vision entails, but he goes through his progressions quickly. Uh, when he goes through his, when he goes through his progressions, um, I don't see him, I, I'm not seeing him make a lot of mistakes, you know, on the four games of tape that I watch from him. If, if, the, if there's no, if there's no one open and there's no one going to be open, he will, he will, th- he will throw it away. But, um, He's not he's not a guy that you're gonna see locked down on one target. Um, he's gonna he's gonna go through his reads, and that's something that you gotta see in the that you gotta see, you know, for a guy that's going into the NFL. So uh, I like his field vision. I like I like his accuracy. I like that he goes through his progressions quickly, big part of the field vision. Mechanics, I like the I I I like, I like the feet work, the feet work is good. Uh, I thought you know, comparing him to Daniel Jones yesterday, I thought Daniel Jones had a little bit better feet work, but when you want to look at throwing mechanics, comparing Ryan Finley and Daniel Jones, Ryan Finley to me definitely has better throw mechanics. He has a faster release. He's getting and I think he's getting the ball in in there faster. so uh, I like it. what are what are my what are my really concerns about him? Is that you know he's you know in ter- in terms in terms of getting the ball in the, in there quickly, um, he's shown that he can do that, but uh, but he's all, he's also doing it at a college level. Um, yes, I think the I think the low to arrival he's he's doing pretty good there, but I still see a number of passes that that are taking too long to get to receivers. Um, so his his low to arrival while good, um, it's not it's it's not it's not always it's not always consistent. Uh, really, this really when I evaluate him and just my X factor, my instincts of what he can do, I think he could be a very. I think he could be one of the best backups in the league. But if he if he go if he goes to a good system, like I literally think that if he went to the Rams, he would succeed under Sean McVay. He is going to be a bit of a systems quarterback. Most quarterbacks and most players are systems players, so that's not a negative. But uh, ultimately, will he succeed in the NFL? Look, I'll say this. Um, if he's if he's drafted, let's let's say in the third round, because it's gonna be tough to say where he's drafted right now. If he's drafted at a third round or later, I th- I think it's a really good value pick, and I think based on what you'll get out of him, um, if he's if he's a third round player, um, he'll succeed in the NFL. Because if you if you can get the best backup in the league to be your third rounder or a guy that can be your franchise quarterback, and I think he has a lot of the tools. To be a franchise quarterback, the only thing I'm really skeptical on is is, is his over is, is the consistency of his arm strength and getting getting the ball in there quickly. You know, decision making. I'm still seeing some issues there, but these are things that will improve improve over time. But I think if he goes to if he goes to the right system, um, there's a place for him in the NFL. And I think if you want to look at him as a guy that gets drafted in the third round, uh, you know, he is he is someone that I think would be a success in the NFL. Now, if he goes in the top 15, I'm going to say no. That's that's gonna be way too high for him, but if he goes third round, fourth round, it's hard to say where he'll go. I think I think for me, um that that would be that would be a good good spot for him. So he's got he's got some good stuff to offer, and that is my analysis and prediction and evaluation of NC State quarterback Ryan Finley. On the next episode of the Pro Football Scouting Show, which will be tomorrow, I will break down Missouri quarterback Drew Locke, and I will say Will or will not Drew Lock succeed in the NFL, based on where he's drafted and what those expectations will be? This is Steve, the scout with the Pro Football Scouting Show. Follow follow us on Pickskin Nut. Whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, um, you know Pinterest, Instagram, we are on there. Go go ahead and follow Pickskin Nut. Go check us out at pigskinnut.com where we have the most expansive site of fo- of football analysis. It is a rich site that I guarantee won't disappoint. This show is also now going to be a part of Pigskin Nut Radio coming to you soon. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to break down Drew Locke. Steve the Scout, signing off.